What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Underwater Fly Zone Podcast. This is episode seven of season four, and today's episode is a part two. It's Your Life is Worth Living, part two, dropping on March 13th. We're recording it in December. What is today? Like December 27th. 27th, two days after Christmas, but this is dropping on March 13th, which is my boy Kyle's birthday. So happy birthday to the boy. And tomorrow is Lance's birthday. So happy birthday to the boys. Love you guys. And that's just a great lead into what we're going to be talking about today. Your life is worth living is a superpower, understanding that that is a fact. No matter what happens in your life, your life is always worth living. I don't care how bad it gets. And to help us with this message today, we got a ton of guests. Why don't y'all all introduce yeah, yourselves, yeah. all three of you. Got, we got two that will be introduced later, but uh, introduce the guests up in here. We can start with Tribe. What's going on? My name is, uh, most people know me as Tribe, but it is Matthew Houston. Yep, um, round three, baby. Yeah. He's back. Let's get it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Carson back here again. This is my third time on as well. Hey, everybody's third time. Yeah, my oh. name's Morgan as well as the third time. No, well, no, good. no. Fourth time. Fourth Remember time. that random oh. episode? You're right. It's just the fourth time. That r- <laughs> we had this one. Of, I, someone backed out, and I was like, Morgan, I need you today. Always and she's like, bet. <laughs> Literally. But all right, guys, let's uh, start out with what gave you the understanding that this statement is true, that your life is worth living no matter how bad anything gets, that statement always remains true. What in your life would you say was a time when you really realized this and anyone can start? Um, we'll go on with, uh, obviously we, we've had people come and go in our lives, uh, not on the uh, terms or the reasoning that we wanted them to leave, but they did. Um, for me, I'm gonna keep hitting on that, but I mean, the day that they left made me feel like that was his choice. So it makes me feel like I have a choice, and my choice is to obviously stay alive and be here with everyone that's around me, even here. So it's like, uh, I mean, also another thing with that I'm going to go in with is like mental toughness is a huge thing that I've come across, I think, in the last year or two is with uh, mind over matter. I mean, I might feel like I'm having a shitty day or a good day or a bad day, and it's all about overcoming that. I mean, everyone, it happens. I mean, overcoming, hey, I don't want to get out of bed today. I mean, let's, we got to get out of bed. I mean, yeah, you gotta exactly. Grow, you got to grow up a little bit. <laughs> exactly. And there's just things that I've learned the last couple of months, even days, that's like, dude, like, overcome what you're feeling. And sometimes, I bet even with you guys, I mean, you guys probably don't know what you're feeling, but you still know, I mean, hey, it's, it's, it is what it is. So yeah, let's, exactly. let's overcome. Yeah. That's something that I've always thought about. It's like when something bad happens to you, that is the past. That is now in the past. Yeah. After it happened, it's in the past. So it is now in your control how you're going to deal with the situation. Yeah. And it's harder to say than to do. Easier but yeah, 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 but because yeah. there's a lot of emotions that come with stuff. Like yeah. we're talking about they lost, you know, their cousin to suicide. I lost my best. We lost our best friend. And, um, you know, it's tough. And there's a lot of situations yeah. that will happen, even other things in your life that, you know, just get you down, get you feeling a bunch of different emotions. But if you can realize, hey, that's in the past. It's now in my control how I respond. Yeah. And if you can better yourself and just keep pushing, uh, it gives you a chance to, first of all, better yourself. And second of all, use your story to, like we're doing, hopefully inspire somebody yeah. out there. You know what I'm saying? And it's like all about the choices you make. And just like not only being aware and mindful of your choices, but like feeling those choices and being proud of like who you are as a person and like finding that inner balance and the like will and the choice to like keep living you know you have to find those reasons to keep pushing in life even though we've been through some crappy things like we go through everything that's horrible 
but it's yeah. like making that choice and finding a balance of like how to keep going in life and not being put down constantly but what's gone on in the past yeah for I would sure also, i would also say like embrace yourself don't push yourself away from your emotions because i get what i'm saying like being mentally tough but like at the same time you can't there's some things you can't overcome and so when that time does come i don't know i mean i just feel like going to do the stuff that you know that will vent you will be the best but at the same time like you're gonna feel those emotions and i i hate saying that like mental toughness is a huge thing because it is but at the same time it's like you're gonna deal with it regardless. What are some things that you've done to like help yourself when you know that hey, I need some help in this situation. I can't do it alone. I mean, just it does. You don't even have to talk about the problem. I feel like um, I would say like talking to someone about their day and like, oh, they had a good day. Let me try yeah. to get that to rub off on yourself. Or like with me, just talk to someone you know you're gonna be 100% yourself with. Like, I get that. I know I've said this before, <laughs> but like we all need friends. But get that one friend who, not that you can just dump all your baggage on but like hopefully they'll talk you through it and not just be like okay like I'm sorry you feel like that but yeah. like get someone you can have a conversation with and be like hey like I'm not doing okay and then they could either be like I don't know what to say or they're gonna literally talk you through it I mean yeah. that's the thing is if you ever do if feel they're like, a true friend they'll help they're you through anything yeah, yeah. but yeah. at the same time it's like you have to you have to know yourself before you like just dump all your baggage on someone and know how you're going to process it. And then, I mean, that's what helps me is like, let that person process it. Let them tell you what they think if you trust them enough and then go with that. Yeah. But also like, but like to know what you're going through, it's also like, I'd say it's mindful to physically put out what's making you upset or like maybe even like in your notes on your phone, just being mm -hmm. like, yo, this is what like made me upset. Yeah, or, that's helped me a lot. Yeah, or right like there. this has triggered me. One. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like pull out notes and like something that makes you so mad in your day, just all right, write in your notes and then you take that like ten minutes before bed and just reflect. Yeah. And reflect and build and like try to grow as a person so that like the bad things that happened to you that day, try to make sure that that doesn't affect you tomorrow. Yeah. Or that it's not gonna define how you act in the future. Great thing. I think notes. Oh, I think notes is really big because like if you want to share it with somebody, you let all your emotions out on your notes, and then like, like Matthew was talking about, you get that friend. You're like, help me sort through these emotions. You send them that, or if you don't want anybody to see it, you can just like type it all, swipe over, delete it, yeah. and then everything's gone in the past. Like then you have all your emotions let out, and then you're good. Like that's yeah. all you need to grow through what you go through. That's what yeah, she said on the last one. It's but all right, Mr. Sleepy, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Quiet Boy over yeah, here. Um, I just woke up. Yeah, but. he did just. <laughs> we're all sitting down here. I'm like, where's he at? Went upstairs. He's asleep. But now he's here. Then they woke so. me up, and then they came back up, and I was asleep again. Only <laughs> yeah. a part of it. Hey, second time's a charm hey, today. You get to dream about what he's about to. Always, spell. yeah. Always yeah. Get out of bed. All right, this no better fun. be good then. Right. What was the moment for you whenever you realized, hey, your life is worth living? What What was your like low in uh, the time you really came out of that? Honestly, it wasn't even a low, but like going to college and like Matthew was saying, just um, everyone being themselves. If when you understand that everyone's different including yourself and you bring something special to every situation like once you understand that everyone's superpower is being themselves because that's something no one else is yeah. like you're you're your own individual person and you are special so it's like you can be down sometimes like sometimes you could be like dang i don't even i don't even fit in or like that just that's just a sign that you're not around the right people yeah. so people aren't like building you up to your highest potential but once you get around the people which i think i've got to like that enhance you being your best self, 
that's when you can feel your superpower of being special as a good thing instead of like thinking it was a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. like some people think that some of their like awkwardness or their like weird hobbies are like uncomfortable and weird to talk about or like yeah. to really be themselves around people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Trying to think of something that I think is like kind of uh-huh. weird, but some people are always like, you know what, no, Morgan, that's what uh-huh. makes you you. I would say I'm a pretty good example of that, of just being a character. I, I don't know. That's I don't a know. good way to put it. I don't know how else to put it. Like, there's times where I shouldn't say anything, and I definitely say stuff. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's just what it comes to. But I mean, I've, as I've said, I mean, I've embraced myself. I know I'm not normal. I mean, yeah. I, none of us are here are normal, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, you have to embrace yourself. We're all regardless. uniquely different, and Unique. we should be proud of it. Exactly, yeah. bro. It should be embraced. Yeah. We all are different, and whenever you see a group that's, like, all the same, that's it's, when I'm like, I'm like, bro. Man, that's when they're like, super, you're, you're their superpowers than not showing as yeah. much as ours. That's something we got to understand is, like, we're all made in our own way, mm-hmm. and a lot of us are conformed by society to, like, be one certain way or yeah. do this one certain thing, look this one certain way. But if you can just be you, you will realize – that you'll find true happiness yeah. with that, and you'll realize that that's the life that you're truly meant to live at the end of the day. Society yeah. these days become very manipulative, and they try, like, society tries to make everyone this way and then tell you this, and this is what you believe. But, like, if you stay true to who you are and don't even worry about that stuff, that's whenever it all comes out. Yeah. And that's when you enhance who you really are. It's also fun to, like, do things to just make yourself really unique because that's what I've done in the past mm-hmm. year with the, you know, the whole dread situation. Um, yeah, literally. Bro, doing that did something for me that I didn't expect it to. But when I walk in a room, you know how everyone's like, oh, I don't care about any, oh, anybody else. I don't care about anybody else's opinion. I'm going to do me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But then you get dreads and you realize, oh, my gosh, everyone's staring at me. Everyone thinks I'm a freaking weirdo. <laughs> and that ca- you realize, oh, I do care a little bit. So I've had to, like, physically work through yeah. really not caring. And mm. it's actually helped me improve a lot. And I'm not telling you to go get dreads, but, like, maybe <laughs> do, some, do something that yeah. puts you in that uncomfortable situation yeah. because it's in the uncomfortable situations that you will grow the most. Like I said in the last episode, you have to understand how to be uncomfortable, but also be comfortable with being, being uncomfortable. Yes, exactly, bro. Um, but Morgan, all right, let's, let's get into your part, and then we'll bring in a new um, guest. The moment that I would say ultimately like kind of helped me define my superhero moment, obviously going through the whole Lance situation, and like that's a whole battle in itself. But then actually today I went and drove by his tombstone and looked at it and like it's been be five years in 2018 yeah. and so that's a long period of time yeah it is that's i mean it's a long time we've gone through we've gone to college in that time and like exactly. those are our best friends that we just haven't had and so today i was actually thinking and i'm just like wow like i sat there and realized that my superhero moment is just realizing that i've actually been able to get over that obstacle not even necessarily get over it but i've dealt with it and yeah, I've, you've grown from i've it. grown so much through it and like when people go through their problems, like, they feel like they can talk to me. And that makes me so satisfied and, like, relaxed and enjoyed to know that other people, like, are comfortable to talk to me about their problems because they know I've dealt with it in a positive way. Yeah. Or, like, I've been able to actually, like, talk about it and, like, go through it and express it with everybody. And, like, I love that. Like, I love that other people are like, yeah, yeah. You I probably, trust you. You probably don't realize how many people you've inspired, too. Just yeah. people that you may not even know just looking at you and being like, dang. I, like looking at that situation and be like dang I don't know how I could get through yeah. it so seeing them get through it you know there's yeah. so many people like, out there that you've four probably years has been there. so long and like I know I've grown so much individually yeah and it's just like knowing that today like I was just sitting there and I graduated college and I was like wow like 
I've done that. Yeah. And it's like the moment was I'm just I'm proud to be where I'm at and I've done it and I'm getting through it. Yeah, exactly. Like life has been hard. Life will always be hard, but I'm still finding ways to look forward to the future. Mm-hmm. There's like a Bible verse that says, smile when you face trials of many kinds. Yeah. And I think it all goes back to that. It's like when these hard times happen to you, it's like almost kind of, you almost kind of like, I mean, you don't want this stuff to happen, obviously, no, but yeah. you kind of can realize like, hey, I'm going to be a beast because yeah. of this. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'm not going to lie. I had some unfortunate things happen to me in the last couple of months and I told everyone around me, I said, I'm embracing the struggle. I mean, I'm exactly. not, not yeah. going to, I'm not going to let it put me down to where I'm like, no, I can't do, I can't, yeah. I can't be doing this no more. But at the same time, it's like, you also have a battle through some stuff. You can't, ah, this is going to sound bad. As I said, mental toughness, you can't be weak minded going into things that are going to put you down regardless. Exactly. Like I got hit with some truck stuff that I'm like, I don't even want to fix this, yeah. but Homeboy needs some wheels. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> I need it. Yeah. So it's like, whatever, dude. Just you embrace. Just have to push through. Embrace it. I embrace. I embrace the struggle. And gotta push through. I'm, Find the balance. I'm making through. I gotta Understand what it. makes you happy yeah. in life. Yeah. yeah. Fire, bro. Well, I think it's time to bring in a new guest. Who, who's gonna go out though? You're out. All right. Yeah. Say goodbye to tribe for uh, about 20 minutes, <laughs> and we're bringing in the boy Tristan. Welcome in. Uh, Tristan's my homie from Maryville. He's in a rival fraternity. <laughs> yeah. But he's my boy, and uh, it is it is now known. This is my guy right here. So, hey, Tristan, welcome in, bro. How you been? Thank uh, you, man. Thank you for having me, first off. Um, I've been good. Uh, good to be home from college and work a little bit, as we were talking earlier, about making some money. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah good. It's good to be home. Good to see the fam. Yeah, I, I, I returned from Maryville with $25. Man, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too, bro. So this last couple of weeks have been nice. I was like, you I know? just got to make it through. I can't be texting dad. <laughs> man. Uh, yeah. Crazy, bro. Maryville just is a drainer mm-hmm. of money, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. Any, oh, anytime geez. you it's don't have a... That sucks. Yeah, yeah I'm college. broke. Well, uh, when money's going out and none is coming in, that's a real, <laughs> that's a real issue. Not just going down, nothing's going up. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's hey, a true maybe sign that, of mental toughness. Yeah, that might be a trial you're going through, and if it is... <laughs> hey, Walmart, 16 hour to push a cart. If you need some money, oh, yeah. I could, we hey, could hook you $10 up. $10 to figure out how to eat in a week. That's crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. <laughs> But anyways, so the boy Tristan's in here, and Tristan went through a situation in... Uh, I don't know how long you could get into it, but I just remember uh, when we talked, I was like, I would love to, you know, someday let you come on here and tell your story because I th- the thing is when these bad things happen, you got to understand it's giving you an opportunity to inspire so many people. Yeah. And I'm proud of you for, you know, growing through this and let's get it, bro. What, what, what was your situation? Um, and Hey, some advice is the deeper you go, the more it'll hit with the people. So yeah, you. if you want to get into it. <clears throat> well, um, it's actually coming up on a year because it was January 1st. Uh, yeah. This last okay. Year. I remember that now. Um, but yeah, one of my really, really good buddies, Trent Starr, um, he lost his life to suicide and, um, it was really hard, um, because he was one of those kids where, I feel like you and I are very outspoken and everybody's like, they're, they're always talking, they're yeah. always doing this and that and involved with this and that. And he was one of those guys and yeah. out of nowhere, um, you receive that phone call and nothing can prepare you for it. No. And it doesn't feel real. It didn't <clears throat> feel real for a while. I, I figured he would return my text. He would, the conversation that we were in the middle of 
would continue. Yeah. And and it it just didn't. And um it was it was hard. Um I know obviously I've said this to you before, but um I posted on my Snapchat story and just said I love you T Star. Um I'll see you again. Yeah. And Foster was the for within within three minutes Foster had seen my story and I seen him type in, and I was like, I was like, this dude's gonna make me cry for sure, <laughs> and, and he did. But it was it was a good cry, and it was it was a cry that I needed to have, um, uh, because when when you texted me, it was like it all sunk in, and it was it was real, and knowing that you, I mean, all of you guys have gone through the same thing, and unfortunately, and unfortunately, yeah. yeah, unfortunately, and. It's hard. It, it really is. And hard isn't even like, good enough to no, describe. Yeah, like, there is no word like, to describe. There's no word like, to describe that feeling you get. You know, hard is yeah. trying to get through the week with twenty bucks to eat. Yeah, like, yeah. This, <laughs> is, this is this is on like, uh, things you shouldn't have to go through. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really. Yeah, and I mean, it definitely takes a toll on your heart. And I know none of us will ever forget those people ever. Yeah. Um, just with the impact that they've left on us to make us better people, um, it's just a crazy thing. And I mean, I, I miss him every day, but, yeah. um, when we went to his funeral and like, we're talking about this in this episode, um, why your life is worth living, uh, at his funeral, we showed up and he was big into cars and trucks Yeah. and the funeral, um, the church that they had it, uh, had a capacity of 200 people. Oh gosh. Well, there was more people standing then there were people sitting at this funeral, yeah. yeah, and and it it was it was just crazy, and it was so emotional because he, he loved cars and trucks, and you know with my car and all my buddies' mm-hmm. cars, like we got to park him right out there alongside his his truck that he had at the time, and and it was just so touching, and for the family too, I I couldn't I just I couldn't yeah imagine being yeah. in their position. Um, but it was it was really cool to see, and it was it was a cold, gloomy day, and yeah. we showed up, and the service happened, and and we were we were leaving, and as we left, the sun peaked below the clouds and just lit up the sky orange, and and I mean it was beautiful, but I just I know I know he saw it, I know he was he saw us all there, um, I wish he I wish he knew all those people were there for him. Yeah. Before. Before. Dude, I just got goosebumps. I was going to say, that's like... <laughs> when you said that, I was like... It's the same way. I mean, Lance's funeral, it's a huge place. Yeah. And then at a second, like, obviously, I wasn't too focused on how many people were there because, I mean, that's my cousin that I'm yeah. at the funeral for. But There was a lot of people there. I'll tell you I was going to say, I took a, a second there. when I was up there to speak, and this was a huge church. I mean, it was a massive church. Yeah. And when I looked out, and I just see, like, it was private. See of people. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, like, it was full, full. Yeah. And this is Abundant like, Life, and it's. That's abundant Life moment, Church is like. That's huge. like the moment where it's kind of like, oh, okay, like, Morgan, you have all of these people to support you. And, like, they're all here for you. And, like, the amount of hugs and, mm-hmm. like, all the love that you see in, a, like, a place like that at a time at a funeral. It sucks because, like, it's for a funeral, but at the same time, it is so. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, um. It's like, it's like weirdly beautiful. Yeah. I was going to say magical. Yeah. yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, it doesn't feel real. But yeah. at the same time, like, all that love and the embrace Just and seeing how many people care. Yeah. And it's like, like at the same time, at his actual burial, I we were there, and, like, people were coming out of their house because there were so many cars at the burial. And they were, like, 
wondering what was going on. Yeah. And so it's like just even at the burial, just seeing like hundreds of people circling it. It's like, wow, this guy was loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, your life is definitely worth living if all of these people are here. Yeah. yeah. I remember that same thing. Cause yeah. I remember we went to Kyle's funeral. It was pouring the worst day. Like Dude, it was like a movie. Like no, it's like, the worst. It's a, yeah, that, it, no, yeah. If, there, if there's a funeral, it's going to be a terrible <laughs> yeah. day. Like yeah. weather wise, everything yeah. about it. I but think I it's remember, like God reacting, bro. It's like, yeah, literally. it's crazy. Literally. I remember we went there. It was pouring worst day ever. And we went to the funeral, like to the like burial of it all. Yeah. And, there were cars around like that that funeral like or that cemetery it's got it's got roads everywhere yeah. and there was yeah. cars on every single spot and me and foster were running through rain i tripped bro we had to carry the casket and it was raining so hard i couldn't see anything <laughs> i tripped over someone's grave oh no so. i kicked Sorry. i kicked a grave and i turned around and foster's like falling and it, <laughs> yeah, i was like bro, that, bro, this is the worst day but like, ever but there were so many people that still were there yeah. showing they cared These boys for, were loved yeah yeah they, they were everyone everyone that commits suicide has a huge showing because you just they don't understand about how much people really do care yeah every single person none of us understand like if you just sit down and think back to all the people that you've talked to in your life that just think about it like if you did die how many people would be at your funeral like that's something that i think it's it's interesting to think about sometimes like dang i do have so many people that care like when things get tough there's so many people out there that are willing to help you through it like something that I wish they would have thought about. Um, but going back to you, Tristan, like, this happened to you. What was the after effects and, like, when was your lowest points and, like, how have you – where are you today? Um, I'd say my lowest points were just um, up until the funeral. Um, those were those were definitely some dark days where you want you want answers. You, yeah. want, you want your questions answered. And – they they just won't ever be answered. Yeah. And so you gotta you gotta come to terms with that. And luckily I got a very tight knit, close friend group that I mean, he was all of our best friend. He was he was the goofy one. As yeah. much as as goofy as I can be sometimes, like Trent was on another level always. Yeah. And um so we we'd get together and, and we'd cry together and we'd just tell stories about him and and I mean, it was it was sad, and um, just thinking about his family, it was it was just devastating um, what they have to go through. But um, yeah, it was it was dark. There were some dark days up until the funeral. But like I mentioned earlier, how the funeral happened, and it was it was so beautiful to see that that feeling that you have knowing that you lost someone and just this empty pit. It it kind of came all back together knowing that, yeah. you know what, he's, he's okay now. Like yeah. he, he's okay. Yeah. And, and we all love him. And, you know, you, you mentioned earlier about how, think about the people that would be at your funeral. Yeah. Whatever number you're thinking it's there's double it. Triple yeah, it, for sure. Quadruple it. I mean, yeah. there's, there's so many people that you don't know that you've touched and that actually do care about you, that if you gave a phone call to or shot a text to, they will respond and, mm-hmm. and they will answer. Um, I know as we get older, our our friend groups kind of dwindle down. It's like, it's your eighth, birth, eight, eighth um, birthday party. I'm sure there was a ton of people there. Yeah. yeah. Right? I don't know any of them. <laughs> yeah. and that, and Still then, love them, though. And Still love them. As we got older, those, those parties got smaller and smaller and smaller because we found our own niches and our own groups. Yeah. But those people 
will always remember you. Yeah. And even even though you've separated and gone on different paths, it's there's just so many people that you don't realize that care for you and that love you, um, and that will always be there for you. Yeah, that that reminds me whenever you were talking about like your friends all just came together and cried together. Yeah. That's how I mean that's our next guy we're going to be bringing in is one of me and Carson's boys. Uh, the wiffle ball league that we were we still have, but at the time it was just like that's why we call it a family now. It's because we all just went through so much, but went through it together. And I, I mean, I know I would have got through it, but I would have not wanted to get through it without. It's easier with guys. friends. Yeah, like, dude, oh, it, it'd be so hard alone. Yeah, yeah. luckily, you can't all of go us through that pain that. alone. No, you can't go through that not. pain alone. It's absolutely really reaching not. out and like getting those moments of comfort and getting close with your friends and your family. Mm-hmm. And like, my thing was is just like being brutally honest about it. Yeah. And also just being like. Not necessarily it is what it is because it's awful. Yeah. yeah but yeah. you really have to have, like, it is what it is. What can we do in the future to make sure that nobody yeah, else exactly. has to go through it? Because I wouldn't wish, like, the feeling of the emptiness and the darkness and, like, that, that like, drop in your stomach and yeah. that, like, missed heartbeat that you get after you got yeah. that first phone call. Like, I don't wish that on anyone. No. So, like, finding those ways to make sure that, like, we can help it, any other person. Just try yeah. to prevent it and try to... Just, just one person. Like, yeah. if we touch one person that's that's down <clears throat> in the deeps and they're yeah. they're not thinking they can get out. Well, we have to make sure yeah. they know their life's worth living. Yeah. Exactly. We've, we've all yeah. been down and and we've all crawled out. And it's not something that you have to crawl out in one day. It, yeah. it could yeah. be a month. It could be a year. But it could be years. Just yeah. know it could be years. you're loved. Like you are. I mean, yeah. losing my cousin, I would say it genuinely took me about three, four years for me to actually yeah. be like, you know what. I'm okay. Yeah, like, for sure. I can do this. You know, now that's very five years here in April, I'm like, wow, like, I've done it. Yeah, and once you get on the other end of it, I don't know if you can relate, but I just feel so empowered and so, like, I just have so much to live for yeah. because of this. And, yeah. well, and because of a bunch of other things. But this really gave me, like, a purpose of... Motivation. What, yeah, exactly. Like a grind. It, mm-hmm. it gave you, a, like, a reason to, like... Yeah want to keep going and like to push forward and to make that difference in other people's lives to show them that like they they matter yeah and like to anybody out there watching I know right now if you are going through a horrible situation it feels so tough and it feels like there's no light at the end of the yeah no light at the end of the tunnel but I promise you like look at your situation with vision five years from now you're going to be an empowered warrior that is going to have so much purpose and so much you know uh, so much potential to inspire. And I think that was big with us, like me and you, like a lot. Because when Kyle died, it was really dark times for that first couple months, that first year. And then I remember it was getting to the point where I was finally being able to change it into something positive in my mind whenever Lance had passed. And yeah. that was the point where I'm like, okay, this can't happen ever. Yeah. Yeah, Carson was good friends with Lance, too. It was like Kyle died in eighth grade, and I went into – I mean, high school, and then I had Lance in my Spanish class that whole year, and then, like, whenever that happened, it's like, okay, there's another seat I have to look at empty every day, and it was just like, this has to end, and no one I know can feel this ever again, so that's whenever me and Foster kind of started turning things around, because that, that, at that three-year mark, we were trying to, like, figure out things, like the birthday party, we were trying to figure out events that we could yeah. do to show people that we've been through it, and yeah. no one else should ever, and we are here to help that never happened again. Yeah. So that was big for us because that moment of realizing, like, just, like, it, life can still be positive and I can still help other people's lives 
not be like impacted so hard by suicide because it should never happen again was like it was a good feeling that I can I can make a much bigger difference now knowing what I know like obviously it, it sucked that it happens like you said like god forbid it ever happen again but like yeah. going through it was something that empowered me like you said an empowered warrior like now we know <laughs> yeah. what self's like yeah. yeah and how strong we are mm-hmm. like I yeah. feel like a lot of people don't understand like all of the traumatic experiences, like suicide is something, but so many things that can happen that define your life. Yeah, And knowing that, like, you have to realize and be mindful of what you've gone through and give yourself a grace and love and peace and respect and, like, realize that you've done it Mm -hmm. and you've gone through all of that. Yeah. And, like, to be proud of what you've conquered. Yeah. I look at you and uh, Matthew, and I'm like, because I remember that night when I reached out to y'all. Man. Um, like and, you said, like, that's the worst day of your life. And you get yeah. a text from you, yeah. like, man, that. Dude. You said well, you're in tears, man. I yeah, always yeah, said yeah. tears. Yeah. Foster's got some way with the words. Well, yeah. that was like, I remember when I reached out to you, that was the yeah. first time I had really ever in my life helped someone through a problem. Yeah. And the problem that you were going through that I could help you, I was like, that's what really uh, gave me a new purpose. Yeah. That night. Dude, that night changed my life, like, straight up. And then so many things have happened since that I just, I don't know, dude. You have so much purpose with your situations. Like, this is our community right here is, like, people that have grieved through losing someone to suicide. But maybe your community, maybe, like, your parents divorced or, you know, I don't even know, a bunch of different things. Grandparents dying. Yeah. Or not having money for school. Like, all these problems are actually real problems. And they are really stressful. And they can really, like make an impact on how you live your life every day. Yeah. And like all these negative things can create so many negative emotions, but it's like just learning how to deal and cope. Yeah. And reach out. Don't, don't do these things alone. I mean, I I was trying to do it alone for so long and just don't put yourself through that. You'll waste so much time. (laughs) Going through it alone is not effective in my, like people can, people can do it, but like it's much harder in my opinion. Yeah. It's like, cause I remember I had foster obviously cause we were both going through it together when it happened. With Lance, I never really talked to Matthew that much. But I remember me and Morgan had some conversations about it, and yeah. like I was just understanding that where she was at was where where I was kind of at, at the, like yeah. at that point where I've kind of already been through, and it was just like understanding that, not like I guess community because we both been through it. I understanding that that you both have been through it and being able to help each other, it was really like powerful because then that same thing with like Brady he'll come in here soon like me and Brady had been through the same thing we could talk to each other about the same thing because yeah. we've both been through it it, it just gives you a the community gives you a good like uplift kind of yeah, yeah. to know that other people have been um, through it and other people care blanket yep. of comfortability I mean yeah, I know for sure whenever I was upset I was like yo I'm a Texas too yeah. they know what's going on they for sadly sure. and unfortunately know the feelings of what I'm yeah. going through but you're not alone no, no I know and that's alone. that's that's what we're trying to say is like exactly. no one's alone yeah, and, and like, no problem is going to change the fact that your life yeah. is worth living, you know? But and Like like you were talking about earlier, um, I don't want to cut in, but um, you were talking about purpose. Yeah. yeah. And I always think about, um, Trent and I would always talk about what we want to do. What, like trying to find our purpose in life and what we want to do and um, when we grow up, because, I mean, we're young. And yeah. We still are. And, and, yeah. And <laughs> we don't know what we're going to do with our lives yet, and... Mm-hmm. But it's it's the opportunity that we have and the conversations with him about what he wanted to do. Um, he's a very hardworking man, and and what he could have done um, outshines anything. Yeah. And I wanted to touch on this real quick um, with Trent. For us, um, my friend group going through it, a really big thing was 
um, Trent had a Corvette. Yeah. That he had sold. A oh, month. I remember this. Yeah. He had sold it. He had sold it a month before he passed, um, and he bought his truck. Well, his his family has his truck still to yeah. this day, but um, as the grieving process went on, my buddy Blake Warder, shout out Blake, um, <laughs> he he had decided that um, he was he was gonna work until he could find that Corvette, yeah. and sure enough, he he worked for, I mean. God, about it, probably ten months. He worked ten months saving up every dime he could, trying to trying to just throw that money away and forget about it. And um, I'll never forget uh, the day he bought it. I went and picked it up with him, but uh, we actually had gone to Transparency's house that night and just to spend time with him. Yeah. And uh, he told him he was like, "Hey, I bought, I bought the Corvette." Dude, and just crazy. just to see that impact, because yeah. I think that is much closure, and like they've tried to deal with the situation. Um, that was that was Trent's baby. Yeah. I mean, that was his nice car. Yeah. And um, that seeing his parents' reaction to that was was everything. And it, I mean, it brought us all together. And I mean, we've talked about it the whole time, but not doing it alone. Mm-hmm. But seeing going there and seeing everybody come together and just share old stories and mm-hmm. be funny and just all based off of love around one person. It's, yeah. it's just so, it's so crazy to me how such a horrible, horrible situation can bring so many people together. close together. Exactly, bro. It's crazy, but all right, it's time. It's time to bring in the youngest guest. Don't know why on has ever had on. It's my boy Brady and Carson. Yeah, I'll help out. And hey, will you grab me a water? <laughs> you can grab everybody one actually if you want. But yeah, this is my boy Brady. He's he's my little brother, my other little brother. Um, came into the wiffle ball league as Merrifield. Explain the story. Explain the story. So. <laughs> You know, I was younger. I was probably like eight. <laughs> and um, Foster was like, uh, what are you, going into high school? I was like eighth grade yeah, going to Going into high school, year. and um, my friend Zayden texted me and was like, bro, I need you for my baseball team. And I thought I was playing baseball. I showed up to his house with a Whit Merrifield jersey on. Batting gloves. Batting gloves. <laughs> a, gl- a glove. You don't, you don't do that in wiffle ball. Yeah, and, no. um, <laughs> I had baseball pants on, my high socks. I was ready to go. And then I showed up. Everyone's in shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm like, I got to take this off. So that was the crop top days. Yeah. I, was wearing, I had a crop top jersey. It was whack. I had, to, <laughs> I had to run back to Zayden's house to go get some shorts because I was wearing baseball Thank pants. Thank you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and for like, what? A year or two, I was known just as a little annoying Merrifield kid. Yeah, he was uh, known as Merrifield. We didn't even know the dude's name until it was game four of the of the semifinal. Game four, what was it? Second inning. Second inning. This dude Luke Long. Off Luke Long. (laughs) We remember deep left field, this kid. We learned his name that day. He had a, he had a, we we, we finally asked him. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the video, at the end of the video, hey, you hey, go... what's your real name? No, at the end of the video, you go something like, and Brayden had a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. my name's Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Brayden with the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we learned his name that day. Dude hit a... 
dinger to left. And me and Brady, bro, let's get off the wolf football topic because we will talk about it for the yeah. next four hours. Because <laughs> there was one time where we were on the phone with each other. Oh, my and gosh. Multiple it, times. Two hours have passed, and we're just talking about reciting every single wiffle ball game and, like, why this person's good, why why Foster's the GOAT, why, yeah, you know, you like, know. why I'm next up, and stuff like that. And like how, next <laughs> up. <laughs> 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 hey, yo, he ain't next up, bro. He just beat me in the World Series this year. What do you mean? You're already up. Yeah, <laughs> go. Um, yeah, bro. But this is my little brother right here, and obviously, you know, I've been in the wiffle ball league for a minute. Um, and you were there in the Kyle days, bro, but I, you can get into whatever you want to talk about, but, mm. uh, we had, shout out the boy Gunnar Griffin, he unfortunately could not make it today, so, I got my boy Brady on speed dial, he pulled <laughs> up here not even really knowing what was happening. Well, you, after we played basketball, you're like, I need someone for my podcast, bro, like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, bet, I've always wanted to be on it, like, yeah. ever since you started, and let's say this, this episode's been a banger from yeah. sitting back there. Of course, I've just been listening. It's been lit. We got the best yeah. guests in the world today, you already know. <laughs> but, all right, Brady, what, what what's your thoughts on the your life is worth living situation um, mindset? So my personal know. situation is a lot different than everyone else's, because <laughs> I haven't, like, because you, you guys were a lot closer to Kyle than I was. I only yeah. had, like, moments with him. Yeah, you were in the league for, like, two yeah. years with him. I had, like three or four moments with him, so it didn't really, like, I don't want to say it affected me. It affected me more seeing you guys go through that Yeah. than it, like, because like, I didn't know him as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, um, my Respect personal... for saying that, actually. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people will act like... Because a lot of people, know. like, we're not going to say her name, but didn't even know Kyle. It was like, who's my best friend? <laughs> We, I but mean, it's okay. Yeah, I, I had some of those too, and it's, yeah. it, it really sits with you the wrong way. So yeah. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking. They about. don't have. They don't have. Yeah. They don't have bad intentions. They just like it's yeah. like come on, like you don't truly know like what it feels yeah. like. It actually, yeah. Anyways, continue. It's kind of like a, <laughs> yeah, we can get into that. Let's get it's yeah. kind of like a slap in the face. Yeah. But anyways, um, so my personal story is like so growing up I never had like a relationship with my dad it's always been like bottom level poor and um you know it never really hit me until like this year and like earlier this year like how truly how bad it was and like um so earlier this is side complete sidetrack for me okay. but earlier last year I was like with this girl like I know this is a joke like I know this seems like as a joke but it's like a real thing like you always get your heart like 99% of people get their heart broken and, yeah like from their and high it's school. good for I think like, I think it could like, be good for you people always say like it's just a joke because it's just high school and stuff like that but like it truly affects people so it's like it's not a joke yeah no, and not at all. Yeah. so like for me people are like home like Place, like, a place is not a home for me. Like, Rain Tree, here I live in Rain Tree my whole yeah. life, pretty much. This isn't my home. Like, my mom's my home. Like, everywhere, I, like, my grandma. Yeah. The people like, are the your peop- home. My people yeah, are exactly. my home. And, like, this girl, like, made me feel like I was at home, like, more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she cheated on me and that, like, it tore me it tore me apart. Like, you were there through it. You had I, to, I helped you out. Foster picked me up one day and it was just talking me through it and it helped me a lot. Went like, through a full tank of gas that <laughs> night. I know. <laughs> like, I know. Like, yeah. Like, but once I you got the receipt yeah. from that, by the way. But, yeah, I yeah. do remember that. Like, once your perspective changes, like, through that, like, I was, 
I'm not proud of these moments. Like I was skipping school when it first happened. Like it's the moments I want weakness. Yeah, though. yeah. Like I want to go to school and stuff like that. And I was just like, what am I doing? Like I know Foster's probably had a realization moment. Like I'm Foster Huggins. Like bro, <laughs> I can't be doing this. I can't be skipping school. I can't be down. Like I had a realization. I was like, I'm Brady Simpson. I'm not a spo- like supposed to be. Like, down here, I'm supposed to be lit, like, lit, cheering everyone <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. Be, like, a light through, like, our school days. And I was, like, kind of blaming it on my school. I was, like, I don't belong in my school. It's all my school's fault. Like, it's a toxic environment. Like, nah, I'm being toxic. Like, I'm down in the dumps right now. I'm not yeah. being me. I changed me for, like, another person. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't want to do that anymore. And then, so over the summer, like, I went to, like, this church camp. Wasn't, like, expecting anything about it. But my three best friends, I mean, you weren't there, but, like, yeah. my three best friends my own age. If only Foster <laughs> was there. Yeah. If only Foster was there. But Could have been the four best friends. <laughs> I didn't know how much of, like, impact it would have because these people don't go to school with me, but I see them every weekend. They're a part of my home, too. And, like, I found, like, true revival when I, like, I was like, I'm back, baby. Like, yeah. when I came back from that camp. I do remember that, too. Yeah. But and it's then, like, like you were saying, though, it's like you were – you were able to understand that you were going through those hard times and that you needed to get out. Yeah. And like, yeah. and like that self-realization is like, that's it right there. Like realizing that you are in a bad place and that you want to change it. That's yeah. the battle. Yeah. And also accepting that it's not my school's fault. It's not, yeah. it's me. Yeah. It's nobody's it's me. fault yeah. but mine. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, something I looked at the everyone. Kyle situation, bro. And I was like, Everyone's telling me, oh, it's not your fault. It's not, Bro, he was my best friend. You're going to tell me it's not my fault? Like, I'm going to take some ownership in this. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a tough thing to realize, but he was my best friend. Why did he not come to me in that right. moment? What, would, what could I have done more? That yeah. Was, that was, that's exactly. been the hardest. Yeah. What could I have done? And this is hard to, to accept, prevent. but to it is it, very yeah. important to accept and to grow through because that will show you where you need to grow in life. Yeah. And I hopefully I'm at the point where all my friends know that I mm. love them. That's one thing I never told Kyle, I loved him. So yeah. I'm like, how can I be better? Show how can I grow? To everybody. Yeah, the mm-hmm. more you accept and the hard truths that you can accept, mm-hmm. that is the more growth that will occur. And um, so, hey, shout out to you, bro. Like, th- like this is a different situation, but yeah. you were like, hey, I'm not gonna let someone else be in control of my situation. I'm gonna see, you take yeah. ownership of this. So, like, fortunately, respect, bro. Fortunately, I haven't gone through like anything like you've gotten through the suicidal stuff, but like. But you got your own things too. But yeah, like, yeah. hey, I'm glad you haven't. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you yeah. haven't. Thank well, God. Like, well, I'm you never have yeah. to. But at the same Amen. time, you have had. But, we've talked about the Kyle yeah. thing before. Like, Brady was affected. Everybody's Everybody yeah. was affected. Yeah. In but like, where I was going with that is like, if one of my friends are down, now I know what to do because of like you yeah. guys. Like, like I like some some of my friends have been down and like. I'll annoy the crap out of them until they're okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I won't you, stop. You like, drive to them and, like, yeah. get my car. I drove to my, go, like, yeah. we're not yeah. going to go through this. One of my friends, he lives in um, Raytown. I almost said Raymore. But he lives in <laughs> Raytown because my school's kind of, like, spread out. And yeah. I drove to his house. I was like, this tank of gas is, like... Worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, like, I'm exactly. not going to complain about that. That's why I didn't keep the receipt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was worth it. Like, yeah. There's but, more money to be made. Yeah. But, like... Yeah. It was hard, like, later this year, because, like, I'm, like, I'm, you go through the process where, like, you're getting over her and stuff like that, and then, boom, you miss her, like, again, because, like, a bunch of little stuff, like, yeah. reminds you of that person, it's, it's, and then, like, they're no longer in your life, and then I'm going to hit back to, like, when my, my dad's situation, it's just, we were going better, going, like, I was go- going to his house, like, yeah, I, I do normally remember. don't go to his house. Growing a relationship. Yeah, growing a relationship, and then, like, 
Christmas Eve. I text you. I, I was yeah. like, screw my dad, bro. Cause it was, <laughs> I called you. I'm like, had a bad, you didn't answer. I had a bad like, oh hustle. And now I was just like, that night I was like finding myself. I was like, crap. Like, I'm in a hole again. Like, what do I do? And I was like, you know what? I'm not in a hole. Like, I'm not in a hole. Like, I, yeah. Like, I think I'm in a hole, and then I'm just going to keep digging myself in it. It's so like a easy hole. to put yourself in a hole yeah. and keep yourself in a mm-hmm. hole. Yeah, exactly. Like, sometimes you're not even in a hole, and you just keep, and you just dig one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, that's true. You just got to find your ways out of it. Um, I know a lot of people have, like, some people like to draw. Some people like to paint, yeah. um, read. Mm. Mine, Mine's the gym. Like, when I yeah. find, my, when I find yeah. myself in that hole... Well, I got it. I I go to a twenty four hour gym, so I don't care what time it is. If I need that release, those weights will be there. And yeah. So everybody needs that release when you're feeling like that, man. That passion. Screw him. That purpose. Screw this. Yeah. What can I do to get my mind off of it? Yeah. Right, now can I use it. this pain to yeah. grow myself? Better myself. Yes. Yeah. yeah, dude. It's it, your hate fire fuel. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. said you turn it into a warrior, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that that pain is gonna like get you an extra plate on that bar. <laughs> Come on, don't play with me. But hey, uh, I gotta switch the battery real quick, so we're gonna be right back. Uh, 45 minutes, dude, that felt like 10. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Like 10 <laughs> All right, we're back, and I actually don't remember where we left off. But shout out to the guests, they've been great. I love them. Come on, before one of us leaves, though, Foster, you've asked all of us what oh, we think, yeah. like what our moment is that yes. makes us define, like, you know, your life's worth living. So yeah. I wanna hear. Uh, I want to hear you. Well, I'm going to give a completely different answer um, because the quote, I don't have a shirt, but the merch right here says your life is worth living on the front. And maybe it was a quote before, but I made it up myself. And I remember, (laughs) I I, I remember this. I remember making this quote. Trademark. I'll take, yeah, I should. There it is. I remember I was like, what do I want on the front of the merch? Because I knew I wanted the moon on the back. I wanted to say under our fly zone. I had the idea, but I was like, what's the quote that I want on the front? And I started out with, you are worthy. <laughs> but I started out with, you are worthy. That was, that was it was going to say, you are worthy. And then I was like, that's good because like, I want the point to be, hey, you are worthy. You know, you have a worth on this earth. Like, but I felt like there's too much explaining to go with that. So like, I'm going to do, do something else. So I was like, all right, life is worth living. That's going to be it. Life is worth living. And I was like, that's fire. And then I started thinking, <clears throat> and I was like, is life worth living? Just go through the motions, living life. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, but a better quote would be, your life is worth living. I added the your because I think so much times in our lives, we go through life, living life directed by what your friends want you to do, what society wants you to do. Uh, you have fears about yourself stepping out of your comfort zone and chasing what you actually want to do because you don't want to fail. You don't want to look one way because of what your classmates will think. You don't want to act one way because you think people will think it's weird. So you end up not even living your life. And I I put the quote, your life is worth living because I just want everyone to know, like, don't let anybody did like take the steering wheel from you. This is your round of Mario Kart. You got to take your own steering wheel, bro. And, uh, so to me, I just remember sitting in college <clears throat> and just felt like, oh, I'm doing everything that looks cool to whoever, but what am I doing for me, you know? Yeah. And I remember over the summer going into junior year is when I decided to start this podcast, and I was like, 
All right, I got this message. Kyle passed away. I've been helping people through their own things. What can I do to like make something of, of this? And I remember whenever I started this, that's when I realized like, hey, that's a decision I made and people are gonna think it's weird. Do you know how uncomfortable it is to <laughs> post yourself talking on social yeah, media? Yeah, like, yeah. bro, so uncomfortable. Because <laughs> um, personally, we always think like our own voice sounds weird. I'm like, I sound weird. Yeah. Everybody's like, bro, you sound like you. I'm like, yeah, but I think I sound weird. Yeah, like, exactly. Or you put it out there and you're like, bro, everyone's gonna think yeah, this is everybody's stupid. Everybody's gonna make fun of me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it was like going through all this kind of fear and I was breaking these chains that the world had put on me, I felt like. And it's like, when there's two lions, right, that have been in the zoo their whole lives, they have a kid. Why does that kid gotta be in a cage? Yeah. The kid lion only knows a cage. Kid so what, what whatever, <laughs> I don't know. The baby lion only knows this cage, right? So why do you have to have fences up? It's, where's it gonna go? It only knows this area, right? It's because it has this fire and this passion and this desire within it to be free, you know? And I felt like that's how I am. And I think a lot of people out there are like that. It's like, we're like living life in this cage and it's a cage that the chains are not uh, actual chains. The chains are fear of failing, uh, people's opinions, all these different chains that chain us down. And it's like, you need to break these chains. Every single, every single chain holding you down, you need to break all of them and live your life because your life is worth living. That's like the true meaning of the quote is your life is worth living. I would have just left it as life is worth living, but it's so important to realize like it's your life that's worth living. Don't live your life with someone else having the steering wheel. You, you know, like, I say this all the time. When you're with your friends playing Mario Kart and your round comes up, you're going to pass it off to somebody else and let them play your round, bro? No, this is this <laughs> is your round of Mario Kart. This life is your round. It's your one life. So live it your way. Your choices. Be in, be in control yeah. of your life. Make your own path. Do what you want to do. Yeah. If it makes you happy. I mean, you don't you don't have to be wealthy and like yeah. be super rich. Just do it do what you love. I mean, my yeah. dad my dad and mom have preached that since I knew what a job was. Like Yeah set money aside like do do what you want and do what makes you happy or else exactly you're just gonna you're gonna be hate miserable it. yeah and the years yeah. are gonna fly and then you're gonna be like man i, I wish i would have tried to do this i wish i would have done this dude there's like, so many broke that. there's so many broke millionaires bro yeah so bro. many broke millionaires what, what's it mean to be rich you have you get a billion dollars but you're house. empty inside yeah. like you you gotta understand like to be truly rich it's not about having a bunch of money you should be having whatever you know, what, what's being rich to you? You know, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what it is for you. But for me, I know it's, you know, doing stuff like this, mm -hmm. talking with people, posting stuff, uh, building up the brand. And the brand is not being built to make money. The brand is being built to spread an impact. And it's like promote a message. Yeah. Awareness. And I guess I kind of beat around like a moment. when <laughs> I kind of beat around the bush. I don't know. I, I've talked about the moment so many times of like, it was Just, when I hit you up, bro. Yeah. That was the moment I was like, dang, your life is worth living. Like, you have something to live for. Stop wasting so much time being depressed and letting the situation that happened in the past tear you down let that situation be what empowers you to what did I say earlier like, be a war warrior yeah it's just also realizing though that like how much awareness and how much like of our own experiences we can help other people 
and like yeah. honestly getting down to like the nitty gritty and the stuff that's like really made it hard to get out of bed is like what can genuinely help other people live their life as yeah. well. Yeah, and Foster, you should be dang proud of this shirt right here. So at church camp, I wore I this. I remember this. Yeah. I wore this on stage, and, and you so sent me a picture people, of it. I knew look, this. <laughs> but so many people came up to me afterwards. Was like, where? I know they didn't buy one, obviously, probably. Yeah. But so many people came up to me afterwards, like, where can I get one of those shirts? Yeah, really? And I, I was have just so many like, do yeah. And I was like, I mean, they may have not bought one, but we had a dang good conversation afterwards, like a meeting awesome. of this shirt. So like, if you. You you just like impacting other people like that you don't you have no idea like what you guys are talking about like yeah. some people might not say anything mm-hmm. they might just yeah. see it and you may never see it but inside they they could be smiling they may have thought about it that, yeah. that could have yeah. brought their whole day up yeah. like mm-hmm. you just don't know that's another you know, reason about know. the merch it's like I always want to make sure there's a quote on it except for this drop this was kind of just for the brand for anyone who supports <laughs> um but most of the time it's like. If you wear a shirt around with a positive message yeah. on it, you're going to impact so many people that you don't even realize yeah. you impact. Like, who walking down the sidewalk is going to read your shirt and, you know, think deeply about life or realize, mm-hmm. oh, your life is worth living. Oh, that's a good qu- I don't know. You know, there's so many yeah. people you could impact like from you this. cross so many people in your path on an everyday basis that you don't even realize. That's like people yeah. opening up the doors. Somebody in the gas mm-hmm. station. Just somebody you sit down with at a restaurant. They just take a peek at your shirt and they're like, oh, your life's worth living. All right, I'm gonna think on that for a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, that for sure. Just like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's just what I've thought about. And I get like, I get like claustrophobic thinking of living my life in like the cage. And I've yeah. felt it so many times, bro. Like sitting in college in a classroom, and I'm like, I don't care about biology. Why am I yeah. spending hundred hours a week day studying day for this? Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. Same but thing. But you didn't let yeah. it hold you in. Yeah. You you were able to break the barrier. And you were able to persevere and become that warrior. That <laughs> Bro, yeah. Just to anyone out there, like, really try to find your passions. What do you care about and what do you want to do with your life? We're writing our life legacy right now. Our life story is being wrote right now. Literally, y'all are writing your story right now. This is going to be a part of your story. Um, I'm writing my story. You're writing your story by watching this. Every decision you make is another sentence in your life story. So just think about that. You're writing that story with every decision you make. You're the pen. The world is your paper. And what is the legacy you want to write? What is the story that you want to leave behind? And think about ways to make that your everyday life. Like, I hope someday I could turn this into my everyday life. And even if I can't, I'll be teaching PE and make an impact through that. But, like, just really think about your passions and then find a way to make that your life. Because at the the end of the day, it's not about money. You're not going to be sitting there when you're 70 with all this money being happy if you did something that you hated for 50 years to get it, yeah. you need to think about what's going to make you truly rich in the end. What's going to like build up your soul. Our bodies are like, it's like a vehicle for your soul to live in this world, I guess. Foster, Anyways. I want to know your thoughts on this. Okay. Oh gosh, okay. So it's not like a question, but like, so, <laughs> there's so many people out there that can like, I'm not saying this is you. Don't even, like, think this, okay? But there's so many people out there that, like, make up, like, they can make up an inspirational quote, make up, like, something inspirational, but, like, not truly live it out. Like, say all this positive stuff, but not, like, truly live it out. But, (laughs) no, you're you're truly living it out. Like, for example, your dreads, like, not many people are fans, but you're living it. Like, Man, don't let him fool you. He hates I them. He, I, <laughs> I do. I, I don't like him that much, <laughs> but I respect. I don't like him that much, but I respect that you like do that stuff. Cause like, yeah. with well, your podcast, like, 
not pe- many people would say like I'm gonna start a podcast and do this, but not actually do it. Like some like, what are your thoughts on like that? Like to help those people like well, start. Just you gotta start. realize every day that goes by that you're not doing what you love is a day wasted, and you just Fire. gotta make that decision in your Fire. head to just start. It's like starting's the hardest part, yeah. but once you do it, it's like pushing a boulder. Once you you know, try to get it rolling, it's hard, but when you pop that, that's going to get momentum and carry on. And I think so many people are scared to fail. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. Failure is growing. I'm, I love, dude, I love failing. I, I grow love, so much. That's why I, lo- <laughs> that's why I look up to you, because you don't care. Like, yeah. I appreciate it, my like, little brother. Because you actually, like, do, like, what you're going to say. Like, I never, like, if you say something, I know you're going to do it. Like, I never have had a moment of doubt. Like, if you told me, like, you were going to go, like, shovel driveways with me, like, <laughs> while it's snowing, like... I know Foster would be knocking on my door before I told them like yeah. to come over. Like, and it's a risk. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. you took a risk. You you invested your time and money, all this equipment and all these, all these shirts that will all have a back to go on. Like you, you've you've invested so much time and and effort. And yeah, it's a risk. But every every time I get on Instagram and <laughs> you can't you can't fill. <laughs> your Instagram post with more pictures of people <laughs> the shirt. It's like it's like you can you can see it There's paying a off. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate yeah. y'all. That means a lot. It's mm. good to hear the good to hear the praise, you know. But I'ma tag myself and Morgan out. Tribe hop back in here and Macy, I'll take the camera. I want Macy to like Hey, by the way, Brady, you're the host. Here, uh, I'm the host. I, I, for sure, I for sure want to say, though, like, I love this podcast. Uh, and Foster's okay. effort here is crazy. You and, mean, like, like, his love and his grind and his will. And the whole, everything, this whole part. I mean, Foster really does and really does do his best. The man is 100% Stone Cold Killer. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that, Foster. <laughs> Try to pop back in there, bro. Yeah. Alright, now Brady's the host. I'm the host. <laughs> you gotta ask Macy what her, what like, her meaning is. Macy, yeah. what's your yeah. superpower? Macy, when did you find, like, so you met, when did you meet Foster? Let's start with this question. <laughs> when did you meet Foster? Um, when I was in high school and he came back to observe um, oh, in Mr. Moore's class. Well, we had a whole but. class together junior year and she didn't even know me. <laughs> Yeah. You were in that class. Yeah. What class was it? What was it? Athletic training. Yeah, neither of them. Uh, <laughs> you remember? Right. No. Oh, so gosh. Macy, <laughs> I don't. What point in your life did you realize, like, you were at your lowest and, like, you overcame that? Um, My story is a lot different than your guys' because I, like, haven't gone through, like, the same experience with, luckily, like, um, losing someone by suicide and obviously, like, I've lost family members, but that was, like, to old age or something, you know. And um, I would say that the lowest time in my life was having, like, really bad anxiety in middle school. And um, just, like, mentally it was, like, draining for me because um, I just felt, like, so, like, worthless, I would say, because, like, I feel like middle school, nobody liked it, and everyone, like, kind of picked on um, a lot of certain types of people, but I, like, had anxiety attacks, like, every single day before going to school, and I don't know, you guys probably wouldn't know unless, like, you go through it, like, you just feel, like, just so, like, out of it, and, like, you just can't move and all that stuff, but I'd, like, cry to my dad a lot uh, and, like, not want to go to school, and... I overcame that whenever I started praying, and I don't know if you guys, like, watching, like, know that I'm, like, religious now and all that stuff, but 
So when I started coming to Christ is when I found my purpose. And I think that that ties into like your life is worth living. And I want to like tell you guys like from those who might not have lost someone from suicide or anything that like I have gone through my own trials and like hard times with um like mental health too you know like anxiety is not fun and it caused me to like be like pretty depressed and like not feel worthy but whenever I came to Christ no that's okay (laughs) (laughs) was when I found my worth and not like I'll just say in high school like I didn't like hang out with I kind of like ran with the crowd and like people that I would say, like, didn't push me to be the best that I could be. And we and Foster always talk about this now. Like, since we're in college, we say, imagine, like, if we had the mindset we had now going back to high school, we all would have been so much more different. And it would be probably a lot better. But I think we had to go through those times of feeling trapped and, like, you know, growing up with all these people. Like, it's kind of stereotypical what group you hang out with. But when you go out to the real world and in, like, college or wherever you choose to go, that's when you really find yourself. So I would say definitely middle school is my hard time. And then high school, I kind of, you know, just went through the motions. But college and, like, meeting Foster has helped me to open my mind a lot. So... Yeah, I kind of feel um, like the your life is worth living in like a different aspect, but just as important of and what I've gone through. I'm glad you said something about anxiety because I just think any, I think everyone, like people probably don't say it, but everyone has a problem with anxiety. It doesn't yeah. matter who you are, about him going to the gym or Morgan going to practice, soccer practice or whatever you guys need to do. Like I know you guys think about it, and so you have to be like, oh, I didn't do that today, I'm going to, like, obviously you feel bad because you didn't do it, but then, like, it's easy to make a good excuse for it, but at the same time, like, I'm glad you said what you said. Like, you didn't, you gave yourself an excuse, but at the same time, you went went and got something to help you. You Mm -hmm. didn't sit there and, like, just stay in it. I mean, you can talk about how, like, middle school went and everything. That doesn't, I mean, that's, we're young. I Mm -hmm. mean, everyone goes through stuff like that, but when you said you went and, found Jesus and got mm-hmm. what you needed from him and then that made you f- seem fulfilled that's all you need I mean you went through what you needed to to find what you needed and you found it yeah I mean that's just it's I think what's what everyone needs and then going back to the anxiety thing I mean I know I said you got to be strong-minded and strong-willed but at the same time like you do need a second to make yourself feel like sad like you ha- you mm-hmm. can't be as strong as we all are all the time yeah. There's going to be a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think anxiety comes in. You're like thinking about it. And I think it's some aspects of anxiety are good because you're going to see your problems and then you're going to like think your problems. Yeah. And if you're not thinking your problems, you're not, you can't fix your problems. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just a perfect example of overcoming what you had to deal with. Yeah. The way I see it is like God brings you these hard times and they, and he brings you to these people that who you need like it brought me closer to foster all these other people my family it brings you closer to the people you need and then it eventually makes you who you are like further down the line because mm-hmm. foster and me like we wouldn't we were so much different before all this stuff happened like we had our head in our butts like we didn't <laughs> like we were just like we didn't care much about anything other than like for me personally i only cared about like myself and like what i wanted to do that day and then like once your perspective changes, 
like perspective changes on certain things like like you use the fuel of the hard times to make you a better person who you are yeah and I was gonna say like um going along with like the perspective of your mind it's like when you you can like choose to change like Mm -hmm. anything people say oh I was born like this or this is how I am and like that's just like kind of belittling you to just uh, societal norms or, like, um, what, like, your past generations, people have gone through saying, like, oh, I can't change because they've had mental illness, like, now I have and all that stuff. But, like, let this, like, be a testimony to you. Like, I, like, my dad obviously struggled with anxiety and all that stuff. His dad did. And then, like, with me, like, obviously, like, I wasn't born into it, but, like, I had some of those, um, I guess, like, people say, yeah, or, like, People say, like, the, the demons go, like, down, down, if you're religious. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, but, like, I, like, have gone through it, and I think it's all about my mindset because I was, like, I'm just not going to feel this way. And, like, with college, I feel like um, seeing people, like, um, obviously I don't drink or, like, party and all that stuff, and you see people that think, like, maybe they look like they're cool and all that stuff, but um, I just look at them and, like, that's, like, a body, like, mm-hmm. It's your soul that, like, will pass on and go on to heaven, I hope. But your body is so temporary, and what you do on the outside doesn't affect anything on the inside. So what I choose is to face, like, look, have my mindset on things within and kind of, like, what is the whole point of life and all that stuff and not to get too carried away about people's outside appearance. So, um, yeah, and also my perspective on life has, like, helped, like, me a lot because I feel like, when you know people may be like mean to you or kind of like try and belittle you you can say like what's actually going on inside of them that might make them think that mm-hmm. way so yeah I would say that's me I would too. say people like bugging other people or bringing out their own insecurities which I know a lot of people have said that but at the same time like going in with your own clique too like we've all said like you guys had each other when we went through all this stuff that we went through like, that's a huge deal, I think. And then, mm-hmm. like, getting the people out that aren't giving you good vibes, like, at all. Like, I mean, the last couple of years, I've definitely been like, yeah, I'm done with you. Like, yeah. to people. Because, like, I'm just like, you're not bringing anything to, to my table to yeah. be like, all right. Like, if it's not getting reciprocated, I feel like that should be with anyone. You're not my friend. I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm going to do all these things for you, you can't do them for me. Yeah. That ain't chief. And That's sometimes true. it's not even, like, the person just, like, a bad person. It's just, like, you got to part ways for, like, it's just, like, oh, yeah. you're not meant to be one of my friends. Like, yeah. that, it, it can be, like, a good thing, too. So, like, if I part ways with a friend, it could be just, like, our minds just aren't on the same Page, level. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. that's okay. And like Brady said, like you need to be around the people that make you be like, you, you know yeah. what, I'm Carson Huggins. I'm not going to be <laughs> digging in my own hole. <laughs> I'm Carson Huggins. You know what I'm saying? Like you need like that. And that's what like we've been talking about the quote, your life is worth living because to be like living that quote, your life is worth living. You need to be you. Yeah. And that's like you need to be around the people that make you you and you need to be doing the things that make you your happiest yeah. and most fulfilled you mm-hmm. and i think you with your anxiety thoughts like and all that stuff that's just another one of those chains like and it might like like you said your parents and your grandpa and that might like it could be something that's like passed down but like you could just cut that chain just like anyone else could mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. like you you always have the capability in yourself to be what you want to be mm-hmm. yeah um, that camera stopped, but <laughs> oh, no. right. do you want to end it? Anyways. Okay. Yeah. We could, uh...
Click underwater flies up. Is it It's not going anywhere. Yeah, it's working, and we're on the way. Welcome oh, back is, to the underwater is it podcast. It's working. You're zoomed really far out. There we, yeah, there we go. All right. <laughs> All right, welcome back, guys. We're here back with the Underwater Fly Zone with Carson, Brady, Macy, myself. And we were actually just speaking about how, like, the importance of actual suicide and how we had never heard about it until it, we experienced it. All right, we're doing WWE uh, tag team style. Um, Don't take me out yet. Y'all too. I wanted to ask Macy a question. Okay, we'll do the. Yeah, I can ask, and then we're good. It's not like a question. It's kind of like what I said to you earlier. But so you've like suffered with like anxiety, like right, Mm -hmm. and like you've had family pass down. I feel like everyone in their life is just super hard on themselves. But like people, anxiety are super hard on themselves, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so I just wanted to ask you. Do a self shout out to yourself. What's your superpower? My superpower? What's your superpower, Macy? Yeah. Hmm. I would say my superpower is gosh, I don't know. I'm not like I know. What? Mm. You're very selfless. Yeah, I, I I'm selfless. Yeah. Or I don't hold grudges. But um I don't know. I would say like having anxiety not stuff helped me to um I guess make sure that everyone else is happy and not going through anything, I guess, because, like, obviously, like, mental health is, like, everyone goes through some sort of, you know, battle through life and mentally, but I would say going through just even though it's, like, different from you guys, you guys have gone through, like, a really big change, like, traumatically, but I think, like, knowing that we all go through our own problems and trials and stuff, and I think God gives people the loads that they know they can handle at that time, and it's just, like, right now, it's just, I don't know, not my time yet to, like, handle, like, the huge, um, I guess, like, experiences like you guys did, but um, to help you guys and everyone else kind of find, like, the innocence in life, you know, and, like, I kind of do have, like, childlike thinking, so, um, <laughs> and I, like, to help people kind of, like, you, but, like, <laughs> you just like, don't want other people mm, to feel bad. Yeah. Like, you want to make sure that everybody around you, like, is happy and has mm-hmm. a smile and, like, I love that's it. a yeah. gift to have. Like I know. I think it pours my cup more when I can give to others and see, like, their yeah. reactions, and I think that that's, like, kind of my, um like a good trait that I have. It's an amazing trait to have. Yeah. And but I think personally for you, going through it for you, like going through the anxiety, like opens your eyes to everyone else going through it and it helps your like ability in that. Like yeah. you can tell that people are that have anxiety go through this so you can help yeah. them with your superpower because mm-hmm. you know, like your eyes are already open to like anxiety, like characteristics and stuff. So like it's, like it what, helps you. Yeah, like what goes on in your mind. It's like you can't really understand unless you go through it. Mm-hmm. So I think like I, it helps to like kind of have someone to comfort you through that. Yeah. Tag team, you two actually going for them too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but hey, shout out to the boy Brady. He oh. killed it. Youngest guest. Appreciate killed it, Brady. Guest. That's real. Good stuff, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right. though, but so back to the question that I previously just asked was like how we had never heard of suicide until it became prevalent in our lives. Yeah, I can touch on that real quick. So the Kyle situation was before everything else, and that was whenever <coughs> I was, I had just turned 14. So it was like, 
I didn't really ever know what suicide was. I didn't think about it. Like, I knew that it was possible for someone to kill themselves, but, like, only because, like, a halo. Like, I knew that you could die, and the word suicide was what happened, like, Mm -hmm. what was said. And so that's all I knew what it was, but whenever it happened, like, then I remember my parents came to my school, both of them, and they told me what happened, and I was like, didn't know if it was an accident, didn't know know if he was still alive, didn't know, like, where he was. (laughs) I had no clue at all, like, what the next step was, because I've never heard of it before. And then we went and got Foster, and I knew Foster felt the same thing, because he was like, do I go back to school, or do I drive home, or do, like, he didn't even know what to do. So then it's like, a whole mess, and I'm talking to my friends, and it's like, I want to let out these emotions I was feeling, but I didn't even know what they were, really, because I didn't even know what was going on. Like, I just knew that my best friend, well, I was tricking myself to think that he'd moved to Colorado or something at that point. Like, I had no clue. Like, I didn't even want to think about it. But I was just trying to think, like... I'll never see him again. Like it was, it was just a tough thought. And then that young, like it just, it, and you guys, you were 17, probably yeah. like really young too. When it happens to you, when you're that young, you just don't even know like the next step in the process because it's no. just like, what even has happened? And like, know? I'm not only going through it, but like I was seeing my whole entire family go through it. Mm-hmm. Like my mom, my, my grandma, my, yeah. my, his sister, yeah. my brothers, my, my, mm. my, my own sister. And it's like watching all these people go through this at the same time. So it's like, I can barely lean on them right now yeah, because they're experiencing yeah, the yeah. same thing. It was the same thing here because I remember it was like it happened. Everyone was starting to find out. The Rain Tree group chat was all texting. And it's yeah. like everyone was just reacting in such different ways. Like I was just like, what What am I supposed to be doing? There were nine-year-olds in that group chat. Yeah, there were nine-year-old kids in yeah. the Rain Tree group chat that literally like were reading that one of our like brothers in our chat was dead. Like, yeah. like what are we even supposed and to do? Let think? alone dead, but like. Sorry to say it's so brutal, but like kill themselves. Like that is so like just realizing that and processing that alone of knowing Mm -hmm. that your loved one, your best friend, your literally go to person did something so cruel Mm -hmm. like that. And then we're here to deal with aftermath. Yeah. And it makes you definitely like uh, feel like the world just got dropped. I mean, that's how I felt. I bet that's how you felt. Like just got bombed. It just, you didn't, yeah, you didn't, none of us expected it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, for sure, I think out of all four of us here, it definitely made us like grow up in a way where no one else who's went through something like that can even not say like think like us, but like they don't understand. Like they yeah. won't know how it yeah. feels. And to... at the point it happened, I remember I was I was back in school because I had the map test and all that stuff. It was eighth grade. The map test. I had to take them, and I remember I was I had to go back to the class and look at the empty seats, and I had to like deal with my principal giving me all this stuff, like Literally. all this stuff, and I was like so sad but I was like thank you but like tell that yeah. story all right I will so I I that happened on a Sunday night and I didn't know till the Monday and I had to go back to school the whole week at least for a block to do the map test so I went back Thursday and I tried to go the full day and I remember I got called into the office and they took me to a room I've never saw like I was like bro this is, like the whole my life at right like in that time I didn't even know like what was going Dude, on it was so, like, I mean you're it, so... it was surreal like yeah. I didn't know yeah. And they took me in the room, they shut the door, I was with the principal, and he went under the desk and pulled out a box and sat on the table, and I saw everything, and I knew what everything was, and he's like, here's all of your and Kyle's projects, and all all this, some stuff out of his locker, and I'm yeah. like, bro, it's it. been four days, literally, like, it's been four, like, you want me to take this pillowcase that he was, t- like, I don't even know, like, I was literally like, thanks, call my mom, pick me up, like, yeah. I was like, get me out literally. of the yeah, school, like, no. I was like, what am I doing, I mean, right? and it was yeah. just like, I... 
I didn't want like I knew no one was trying to be mean to me, but like I was like, right. what it was felt the like they're like, trying to like they're about. trying to help, but they aren't helping. Yeah, it was too yeah. early. It was too <laughs> everything. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, I I want the stuff. Just like don't throw it away, but like right now it's a really unsettling yeah. time. No, like yeah. I think like after Lance died, we had a month of school, so it was like a month. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was like it was like two I weeks didn't... of classes, and then it was like finals. Yeah. I didn't do school. And yeah, mm-hmm. no, I and it's like I tried to go to class because I had a game or something, and so like they were like Morgan, you need to be here for at least like three blocks. Mm-hmm. I couldn't yeah, even no. like how do they no, expect me to impossible. sit in the classroom because I, I remember I went the Tuesday went in for one block left and then the Wednesday I went in and I was like oh I'm going to do it today and I yeah. went to the class that we had together and I was like nope no not going to work and then yeah. the, I literally was trying Thursday and, and they brought me in for the box and I was like nope not yeah. going to work and then the Friday was the visitation so I didn't think I went at all yeah. so it's like it was yeah. school was not even no. a thought man. It, d- it did suck I mean I know Morgan said oh. this like going like I would pass this dude in high school every day Mm-hmm. Like what's up, fool? Push him against the wall. Yeah, like, <laughs> bully him a little bit. Like, I mean, I was a junior; he was a freshman. I mean, that's just how it went. And, and then that day came, and I no longer saw him walking in the hallways. Well, and, and it's like, what was worse for me is that was the last place I'd seen. I saw him yeah. was in high school, like every day. So for the next year and a half, I expected year to and see, couple months. Yeah. Every time I passed, I passed the hallway every day for a whole year. Or you that see was, one of his friends. That was the place where I saw him last time, yeah. and like. Having to go through that for a whole year, walking those same halls, seeing his friends, mm-hmm. seeing like them. I mean, they were, I'm not saying they were having the time of their life, but like just to see them even smile. They like, should have been. I mean, it was just yeah. like, wow, like this is, yeah. you have that moment of just like clearance. Yeah, yeah. like, wow, he's not here. No. I do want to, I do want to go back to what we were talking about outside. Um, yours was like relatively recent. Yeah. And all of ours were pretty, like, I mean, it's been five, four years since ours. And I just want to know, like, what has got you to where you're at right now with being able to talk about it the way you are without having like a breakdown or anything? Just because like, I know for all of us here, I don't think we could be talking about it a year after. So no, yeah, you're strong yourself. Well, yeah. Um, as we were talking outside, I think it's just because I've talked about it so much mm-hmm. and um, just the support group around me with my friends and even Trent's family um, going over to their house because they would always have parties and we'd always like they yeah. they were the party house. Yeah. Like, yeah. He That's would always throw parties too. and they were yeah. always cool with it. Mm-hmm. And so like just having that tight knit group to always talk about it with and um, his parents um, talking about it with them and just when we went over to their house because um they moved houses so we went to see their new house and mm-hmm. just spend time with them and just just to see how when we walked through the door we each got a hug but but a couple times tears were shed mm-hmm. i mean they were they're just so it wasn't filled with sadness it was right filled yeah with joy. yeah they're like memories they're so upbeat and, and hey remember when he did this remember yeah. when he did that yeah. that hey we have his phone yeah. we got it unlocked you want to go through it and i mean just old videos of yeah. us over yeah. the years and yes yeah. and all this stuff and just making jokes and having a good time but yeah through this past year i've just i've talked about it so much and thought about it mm-hmm. so much and everything that i've done um that like I would have done with him or he he would have been here with us and just all that kind of stuff it's just it's gotten easier and easier to talk about it and I mean is every day an easy day no yeah. um but the bigger message here is to talk about it and mm-hmm. to hopefully help one person or 
try to do something to help people um, be able to cope with it or or know that their life is worth living it, that they have a purpose it's um today is a, a good day to talk about it mm-hmm. yeah. bro I just want to say like thank you for coming on and sharing that I said it on camera but when you were sharing that story I'm sitting there like dang we gotta keep this episode going don't start crying you know like bro that was powerful i could not have done that in the first year so dude respect and i bro appreciate (laughs) it i said it when we started the deeper you go you went all the way i think everyone watching thanks you for that that Mm. was uh it's moving to hear people's I mean, it's struggles and how they get through it. What like, sucks yeah. is like we've been through it, and so it's cool to see how you all got through it. Yeah. yeah, and like, yeah. and it kind of sounds similar with like you had your niche, man. You had your mm. people with you. I mean, we had our people with us. Foster had his people with us. Like, it's just kind of a key to success. You know, you for people who go through something like this, you need those people. Yeah, like, I mean, as we said, we don't know what we would have done if it would have if if I wouldn't have had her or anyone. Right. Who who knows what? If would you happen. felt if if you feel yeah. alone in that situation. I mean, I couldn't imagine. I don't know what that feeling would feel like, mm-hmm. but if you're alone and you feel like you're alone in that situation, you're not, and there's there's someone, there's someone that's going to listen. Um, whether it's, whether like it's a text turtle. or a call or a pet turtle. <laughs> yeah, like or, or the Underwater Flazone podcast Instagram DMs. I yeah. will respond, y'all. Always. There's always someone that's going to reach out, yeah. and it's like we – we have never met before no. tonight and I, I feel like I feel like we've I known like each I'm other a very long yet. time. Yeah. <laughs> but which is so cool that um I mean something so tragic can bring can bring people. people together for a bigger cause and mm-hmm. if this reaches one person and it helps them or talks them down before doing an Dude. a life altering decision, then it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the time and money and effort it's it's worth it and that's just what we're here to do. Real, your life is worth living, and suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yes, like sir. any problem you have, time will pass. You will grow. You'll get past it. Just mm-hmm. stick in, hang in there, stick with it, because it goes back to the message. It goes back to the title of the episode. Your life is worth living. Don't, don't give up. Like literally, mm-hmm. never give up. I don't care how bad it gets. You're strong enough to get through it. Like, I mean, we all, we all are sitting here, and we've all dealt with it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Don't don't make your family, don't make your friends, don't make mm-hmm. the random person you worked with four years ago have to deal with it. That's one thing too. I had a friend that I worked with at the car wash kill himself. Um, this dude, this dude probably didn't even know my name. I knew his name, but I, I cried when I heard it. Yeah. Like, like you don't understand how many people you will impact if you were to make that decision. So please, never like anybody that ever considers it, never, bro, never do that. It Never just like it has personally altered my brain chemistry. Yeah. By going through this. <clears throat> yeah. And watching all of like all my loved ones experience it, and just meeting all the people I've met through this experience, and like hearing their stories and hearing how like they see life and how they get through life and how like they experience everyday living, knowing that they've gone through like such traumatic experiences. It's motivating to like hear it all and like especially with you, Foster, and just to hear all of your stories and even to like know Matthew's personal stories and how they've all conquered it. It's motivating to hear it. And yeah. it like makes me want to keep going further just because I know that other people have gone through such horrible things. Yeah. 
for sure. It's crazy, like, this group we had on this episode is like, I don't know, I feel like we're a little <laughs> tight little family over here today. Brady just had to leave, and I was like, dang, we sure got that family picture, bro. You crop him in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Photoshop, like, yeah. Photoshop a picture from his little wiffle ball days. And yeah. the jersey. Yeah, no yeah. But, yeah, guys, this has been fire. Any last things we want to get into, though? I mean, what, how, how late? What's it say on there? An hour 20? An hour yeah. 23. Morgan, throw something out there. I feel like I feel like you know you're the biggest ambassador we have here at the Underwater Fly Zone. You I know, take that so so what uh, <laughs> what do you think about you see you see all the little Instagram posts yeah. and you're you're probably thinking like, dang, next yeah. time I'm on, I want to talk about this. What yeah, is- I mean, I think my biggest thing though is individually finding your own balance and realizing how much you can put out of yourself to help others, but never leaving who you are as a person and making sure that your needs and wants are fulfilled before you can help others because I have to be happy with myself and I have to be grateful and like I have to actually like want to be positive to show positivity and like to show positivity for other people to make a difference in other people's lives so it's like I want to be okay with myself I want to find my inner peace I want to be mentally and physically aware of how I'm doing before I can help anybody else like you have to be cool individually yeah I mean I think also what you're like trying to say is like I know I've said this three times but like you have to mentally know basically what you're saying know who you are you have to know your limits you have to know what you can go through and what you can't to where you have to be like hey man like I need to talk to you like I need someone to talk to yeah and like perfect like story like dude like with you coming here after a year of what happened to you dude like that's big i don't think you understand like, <laughs> i don't i don't really understand Pers- personally i don't and that's just that's yeah. just my journey and but yeah but for you like, guys have, a, uh, yeah. have a different take on it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean for like you guys were like this i i mean i'm guessing but like yeah. dude like there's no way, dude. Like you're giving me chills just thinking about how I was, where I was at with the year after Lance happened. Yeah, like, I was still angry, man. Like, I man, couldn't sit down. There and... wasn't a good thing I was thinking, to be honest no. with you, yeah. probably. And uh, the way that you're coming here and then speaking upon it the way you are, and you're having good things come from it, it's great. Thank you, man. Huge respect, yeah. bro. Yeah. Insane. And there's a reason you said that three times. It's yeah. so true, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, we can say it a fourth time, fifth time. It's so important. Y'all got to understand. Like, you have to understand that message. And, yeah. dude, I don't know. It's so, that's a great way to, great. It kind of touches on what she was saying, but um, you got to be strong yourself. There's, I know, and I'm, I'm sure I speak for a lot of people even watching in here, but I feel like there's a lot of people that, um, that you put a smile on for and you're always there for and yeah. and you're like hey are you all right when inside you're you're kind of screaming sometimes yeah. yeah and but you're like i gotta be strong for them um whether that's girlfriend mom dad brother anybody just yeah. friends and you're like hey i gotta be strong for them i gotta tell them it's gonna be okay but at the same time you can do that but you gotta you gotta have the people to go back and you can open up you can be vulnerable with yeah. As in girlfriend, best friend, mom, dad, whoever it is, be strong for people, but make sure you have the support system behind you to where if you're mm-hmm. struggling like, and you're stressed out and times are rough and you can hardly afford a McChicken <laughs> and <laughs> like you got to have those people. Mm-hmm. Um, Balance. Yeah. yeah. Don't lose yourself in pouring because I find myself pouring so much into Other people. Yeah. Yeah, this, that, fraternity. 
uh, school, um, whatever, pouring myself so much, but you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. You get to a point where you're just empty. Mm-hmm. What's left to pour if you're empty? Literally. You got to make sure you're building yourself up every day. Go to the gym. If that's what's good for, I mean, it's good for you. You should go to the gym. <laughs> but uh, go to the gym. It will help you physically. Take care of yourself spiritually. Yeah. Take care of yourself mentally. Take care of yourself socially. Surround yourself by good people. Like yeah. make sure you are healthy yourself and full yourself, so you can actually pour. Because so many of us are just pouring and our cup is empty. Mm-hmm. And that's going to lead you down a dark path yeah. that you don't need to be going down. Just make sure, like, do work and help yourself. And by helping yourself, you're going to be able to help others a mm-hmm. lot more, too. And, yeah, just make sure you're around good people, too. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. such an a important good support thing. system. It's yeah. vital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vital. Yeah. And make sure you're around people that are going to allow you to live your life. It goes back to... You know, the saying, your life is worth living, is important to remember in your downtimes, but it's also important to remember throughout your days. It's like, like I was saying earlier, what life am I living? Make sure it's yours. You know, make mm-hmm. it. Your, there was some NCAA saying, make it yours. And I was mm-hmm. like, yes. <laughs> but yeah, bro, make make this life yours, bro. Because yeah, it is yours. Yeah. 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 No you only, you only get one of them. You only get one, and it's yeah. so fast it can be taken away from yeah. you. Yeah. No one else so can do fast, it. So fast, like. We would have never expected to get a call that, like the calls we got. Yeah. No, never, never. never. Like their life ended like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your choices. And we to, had nothing. We couldn't have stopped. No. Our lives ended like that too, because I'm yeah. not. Literally, that, per, that we, version of me is, is gone. gone. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we. I'll be honest. I don't I'm smile new... like I used to. Like no. it ain't mm-hmm. like that. I'm yeah. still, Don't get me wrong. I'm happy. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I found ways to, you know, like yeah. feel grateful and stuff. But I'm not that person that I was no. four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like. Now when we smile, it's coming from a deeper I, point, yeah. bro. It's it means a little bit more. Yeah, I, 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 straight up, like I was. I mean, I've changed a lot from those four years. Yeah. Like I, and it was more of a a, a spiritual thing for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I needed to prove to myself that I could do some things, and yeah. I did, and I did that. And then now it's like, I mean, I'm I'm there. So now it's like yeah. keep going. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and there's only one way to do that. And that's keep going. I mean, yeah. you can't stop. Yeah, exactly. Time is just going to keep ticking. <laughs> yeah. It's going to yeah. keep going. At the very least, just keep suffering as long as you're going <laughs> yeah. forward. Yeah. You know, just keep going. Don't give up. I mean, and it's, I'll go on. The, it's okay to have a bad day. Yeah. Everyone yeah. has bad it's days. It's important to have, have bad, bad days. days. It's okay yeah. to cry. I mean, yeah. you're not going to have a bad day without a good day. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. opposite, vice versa. You're well, not if you gonna don't have, have bad day. days, how are you going to know that you're having good days? Sadly. Yeah, how are you going to appreciate the good days? So, yeah. Unfortunately, in my psych class, I was in uh, this book. And in this book, it, it says that you experience, for every one positive thing, you experience three negative things. Really? And to counterbalance that, you need to offset it with three positive things for that one negative. Yeah. So you have to go through three positive things. So that could be anywhere from, like, somebody paying for your meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you just smiling because something good happened, or like somebody opening up a door for you. Yeah. But one negative thing can ruin that. Like you know, like it's like you just have to understand and realize that there's positivity around you all day. Yeah. But it's your outlook and your mindset to help you see them, and you actually have to like feel those positive positive things and like actually realize it and understand them, and like for them to truly benefit you. And, yeah. like, you can't let that one negative thing affect your whole day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we, we can't let the suicide define yeah. us. We have had to learn to find those positive moments exactly. to help us grow. In life, which sucks. Because, like, as young as we are, you shouldn't have to fall on something that's, like, 
like, what sucks just to stay living. Because that's, <laughs> yeah. what, I mean, it sucks to say, but yeah. that's that's what it was. Yeah. Was like, homeboy's gone. What is the, like? What's left? What's left? You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, then you gotta look and see what is left. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And that's I mean, what's helped <clears throat> me. It's like, yeah, this is gone, but don't let this blind me from what I still have yeah. here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I I definitely think it's a timing thing too. Like obviously we said like there's no way I could be here in a year after and like have this in-depth conversation over it mm. just because I, I didn't know the things I, I know now like oh uh, shut off just got lucky no. <laughs> we are audio only for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright we'll actually we'll actually end it now uh, that camera's dead I was like should we yeah. give a little shout out real quick <laughs> alright y'all so the camera overheated we're an hour 30 minutes into this episode and I know it went from like deep talk fire to like the ending but Stick around for part three. Maybe we'll run it back someday. Yeah. You already know. But, um, yeah, and we're making sales out here. Show, show the boy Tristan in the nice tan. You already we know. Got to up the tan. <laughs> <laughs> and then Easy Morgan and yeah. I got Tribe Copy. Yeah. Bro, yeah, I, I appreciate it. in this room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're chilling. Still hasn't paid me. But, hey, straight up, love you guys. Thank you for watching. If you're still hanging around an hour, 32 minutes in, you know, we you're appreciate it. You're a real one, then. Yeah, you're a real one. And, um, you know, we quote. love you guys. Give it a quote or something. Your life is worth living. That's the quote. Yeah, I got you. That's the yeah. quote. Sometimes you get past the wheel in Luigi Circuit. Sometimes you get past the wheel in Rainbow Road. But take first in there anyway. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't take first, take the wheel at least. Yeah, take the wheel. <laughs> Keep going. Rainbow but, Road is tough. Yeah. Dude, oh, hey, great episode, better than I even imagined, so shout out to all the guests, shout out to Brady who left early, shout out to Tristan for everything he did today, and then obviously the three time, three or four time returning guest, and Macy. Um, Macy's been on three shout or four out times. Macy. <laughs> yeah, shout out Macy, but um, yeah, love you guys, make sure to subscribe, we're on the road to 1k by May, so hook your boy up, we're getting, we're getting close. Two months left, but hey, love you guys. See you next time.